Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, oh. and welcome to What Culture Football News Coaster, the What Culture Football News Show, which we have a gimmick now. Mm-hmm. We're a roller, roller coaster. My name, of course, is Adam. Can you be joined by Adam Nicholas? Hello. Say hello, Adam Nicholas. Hello, Adam Nicholas. That's Coming me. up for you today, we have some exciting news. Looks like Tottenham are going to sign an attacking midfielder and an expensive one at that. They are indeed. And also, Crystal Palace are set to sign another player to add to Gary Cahill. DC United have replaced Wayne Rooney, possibly with a slice of high banter. Guess who's... Dead. Dead? Eh? Dead. Well, nearly dead. Nearly dead. dead. Same thing. Anyway, Same thing. coming up first, we have... We do. Tottenham are about to sign a very attacking midfielder. Wow, that's, kind of, that's what so, I've got. So this, very is, this is a different story. Oh, look, a oh, it's a different story to mine. It's that's different, good. but the same. Apparently, <laughs> Tottenham are in line... Yes, Tottenham are online have been busy the last couple of days, or last day at least. Uh, we all heard the stories about uh, Paulo Dybala essentially going, or potentially going to Manchester United. Yes. Well, that's not happening now. Apparently, Apparently he's going to Tottenham, or certainly is in talks. To really. Tottenham? To Tottenham. They've had a £64.4 million pound bid, I know, very specific, bid accepted for... Uh, Dybala however they still haven't agreed personal terms and it's believed because he's got a lot of complicated things in his contract one of them specifically which seems like it might be a bit of a stumbling block mm-hmm. is his it's personal image rights that he's got Ooh. which seems to be a complicated thing that might be the thing that put a bit of Manchester United off however the other big stumbling block they have <laughs> is that they don't have the money apparently or oh. certainly they're going to need to get rid of players to make that happen and potentially it could depend on the futures of Danny Rose and Christian Eriksen. That's Indeed. interesting. That well, obviously the Dybala story has rumbled on and on and on and on and on. First he was going to go here, he was going to go there, he was going to be part of the deal to take Lukaku to Juventus. Now then he was just going to go to Man United in his own right, and he'd apparently signed the contract with them on Monday. But then yesterday we heard that he was actually going to go to Arsenal, but then apparently Arsenal were never in for him nope. whatsoever. And today. He's going to Tottenham. Apparently Where do you think so. he's going to be going tomorrow, Adam Nicholas? I don't know, but it's Wolves? all become a bit of a debacle, wouldn't you say? <laughs> eh? It's been a bit yes. mad. That can't, yes, can't like claim that, that. Definitely nick that from a quite newspaper like headline from somewhere. But this is interesting because we have gone Spares all over the way. Spares would be a mad one, wouldn't it, really? Spares would be a strange one. I guess I feel like it would fit maybe more. We reported about this a little while ago, right back before the saga was really starting. Um, and we just were trying to picture him alongside Harry Kane. And if he would get straight into that team, or would he? It's an awkward because they've got a, a solid front three when you think about Deli it. Deli Ali had a bit of a 
dr a drip, a drop last season. Certainly, he was still playing very well, but the high standards he set mm. the two seasons before, he wasn't quite yes. matching that in terms of your goals and your contribution. And Spurs did in parts of the season yeah. struggle. I remember when Kane was injured, there was a lot of talk like, where are the goals going to come from? And he did Son to really step up play. And he did. Out of position and maybe a little bit above his own level to do mm. that for them. So they kind of went through that. So another goal scorer from midfield, especially all that behind that strike, would be great for them. Again, all these question marks are still over whether or not Dybala would be any good in the Premier League. Indeed. So to throw that kind of money, if they apparently haven't got it just down the back of the sofa, would be... And to get rid of someone like Christian Eriksen, arguably yeah. one of their better players. It's an odd one. Obviously, we've heard a lot of talk about Eriksen going to Man United. Again, maybe the chance, maybe the opportune time for him to do that was about two or three years ago. Yeah. And sorry to Man United fans watching this, but is that a step up for your career? If, if in the moment... You're going so out with the Champions League. Man, Tottenham feel like more of a, a definite quantity at the moment than mm. Manchester United, don't they? They feel don't like be wrong. I'm not going to. Man United's arguably a more illustrious club. Than no, no, Tottenham of in course, the, 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 things, but. the lure of Man United. But I would say Tottenham, as it stands, have got a better squad. They've mm. got a better overall thing going on. And the last couple of seasons, they've outclassed Man United entirely. Speaking literally as Christian Eriksen, according to your boyfriend, I would rather stay at Spurs than go to Man United. But you never know. He might just fancy a new challenge. Speaking of Tottenham Hotspur buying players out of seemingly nowhere. There we the go. The Philip Coutinho story rumbled on and 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 he was going to leave Barcelona and he was going to go to PSG maybe and he was going to go here, he was going to go there, he was going to go back to Liverpool. There was even talk of him going to Arsenal at one point. But no, apparently he is going to Tottenham. 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 Apparently today Barcelona realising that no clubs are going to meet the excessive valuation mm -hmm. or basically no one's going to give them the money back they paid for him two years ago have decided they would be willing to allow him to leave on loan if nothing else to take his huge wages off the books. And apparently Mauricio Pochettino was rang the lad up and said, hey, oi, oi. hey, remember those 12 games you played for me at Espanol yeah. where you scored <laughs> one goal? Yes, I did my research, thank you very much. Why don't you come and rekindle some of that magic? That spark at Tottenham. And according to Sky Sports, they are now the favourites to land him. Now, if you thought the Dybala one to Spurs was out of nowhere, Indeed. the Coutinho one is even further out of nowhere, isn't it? It is. Interesting, I think the loan move was always going to be the way because mm. Barcelona still wanted 103 million euros, mm. I think, or something like that, which is nuts considering he hasn't had anywhere near the kind of season he had at Liverpool before he made that big money yep. move to Barcelona. I think you could all say he's probably been a bit of a Philippe Falop over <laughs> in there in Barcelona. You can have that one for free. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. But yes, I mean, do they need both of them? I would say, if I was a Tottenham fan, Yes, why not? Let's buy all the really and good players. And keep Ericsson. And keep Ericsson. I don't think they need all of them, mm -hmm. but if you can get both of them, can't why hit. wouldn't you? It can't hit. And um, I suppose there's no real risk with Coutinho if it's a loan deal either. Yeah, I mean, we've covered the Coutinho thing in depth already in mm. all these news videos this summer. And every time I've done it, I've gone back to it and I've pointed out that he got 53 games for yeah. him at Barcelona last year. Now, I know he's not overly popular with the fans, kind of a similar situation what Bale's got going on at Real Madrid. Mm. He's not really settled there. He's not clicked with his team. For whatever reason, it hasn't felt like it's worked. But if he's still getting 53 games a season in a side that is playing very well and winning things... Probably playing 80 or 90 games. Disaster. They're probably playing 80 or 90 games in the season as well. So like, 80 or 90 games in a season? Yeah, when you think about all the competitions that Barcelona end up in. And the amount of legs they do in the Spanish Cup. That, that's up there with 30 to 50 I'm feral telling, hogs for I'm me. I'm telling you, 30 to 50 feral well, hogs. Well, he's certainly getting a fair slice of the action over there, let's say. So, I mean, if it's not working for him, he was excellent in the Premier League. No question marks over his suitability in this division. But no. if he was available on loan and you're Liverpool and you've oh, not absolutely. really strengthened this summer and maybe because 
There is talk that Liverpool are putting the money aside to invest a bit more next year, and after their mm-hmm. after their spending last season, they kind of need to sort of curb it a bit. If there's a loan deal on the table for a, for a former player, I think it would be easy for him because you can almost you can't guarantee it, but that'd be a very good chance he'd be able to slot back in in Liverpool in terms so. of. He knows the city, he knows the manager, he knows the team. Very different system they played out to when he was away, but he has played deeper at Barcelona, di- hasn't he? A, a different system, but I think more just familiarity. He would definitely have something to offer. Easier transition than going straight to straight London, I guess. Odd one. Indeed. But, but speaking of a transfer that makes perfect sense for all parties concerned. You, go, you don't even need to do your own segues, you just get them done for you. Because Crystal Palace have been back at it again. They obviously signed Gary Cahill, we reported about that. They have now signed James McCarthy from McCarthy, sorry, from Everton. The easy mistake to make. Easy mistake to make because yeah, yeah. McCarthy's already at Crystal Palace. Palace. It's all the same. They're all just the same player, just out of a factory. I think pretty much just missed the Y. It's a good buy. An S. A very good buy. Very good buy. They've bought him for three million pounds, which They're is a doing very some business good in his market. Kale for now. Kale for for three million, and also you got to think like you think he had one year left on his Everton contract. Given the inflation that we've seen on people's transfer fees, three million is a steal. He's yet to do. He's got to go and do a medical and personal terms today. We're being told. So that's. Possibly by the time this video line. goes out, he might have already signed. He may well have already It's a weird one, that, because I know Everton, I know he's been in and out with the side, mm-hmm. with, partly with form, partly with fitness, partly with competition. I know Everton have again strengthened in the summer, but mm. he's a good player. He's useful, if nothing else. I know they've got Delphine, who's no. probably the natural mm. sort of person who's going to take over that role, but I don't know. I, I, I presume Everton fans will watch this and say, no, it's definitely the time for him to leave. But watch him purely from the outside, not a Goodison Park season ticket holder. True. Seems like an odd one to let go for for Pittens. I think he's got that. He's very similar in in sort of mind to me as James Milner. He's kind of a great player who yeah. doesn't really get as many plaudits as he probably should because mm. he doesn't do super flash stuff. He does the graft, and he's a very good player in that regard. So maybe a very good sign of a Crystal you Palace. Ne- you, ever, you never know what you're going to have with injuries or with no. fitness or whatever going on this well, season. And then. interesting that Everton because there was worry that Delph might be injured because he hobbled off in his last game in a yeah. pre-season. And he couldn't make it off the pitch by himself. You can you can only assume he wouldn't be getting in the team either way. Well, or, or he's asked or he's asked to leave. Yeah, maybe he's asked to go. All the best for him. Crystal Palace assembling a Chris, nice little team of just kind very of very quietly putting together a nice little quiet team. There. A team of players who know the Premier League as well. You could argue that. Speaking of players who know the Premier League, boom. It's not my best one that one. Uh, you may remember yesterday reported that DC United were letting Wayne Rooney go. The deal mm. has since been confirmed. Since our video is going to be joining Derby County Madness. in January as a player coach under Philip Koku. A mad one that, but does of course fit with Derby's policy of signing yep. players from England's golden generation back from MLS after Ashley Cole and uh, uh, Frank Lampard. And technically Darren Bent, you could say, although he was in MLS at the time. Anyway, I digress. They obviously have this big hole in their side. They have their salary cap. They do. designate a player, I think it is in MLS, that they can bring in. And it looks like they're going to be going for... Mesut Ozil. Mesut Ozil. Apparently talks, initial talks, uh, formative, explorative talks mm-hmm. have taken place between Ozil's representatives and DC United to be the player who goes in there and fills Rooney's rather, you would imagine, wide and not overly pleasantly smelling boots. The only uh, stumbling block... That's how, that That's how it works. The it? only stumbling block, apparently, is the wages. Because he's mm. currently on something like £350,000. Silly also. bit of money, you know. And even, I'm not totally sure the way the whole designated player works. I know the league pay a proportion of the wages to help mm. attract bigger players. But even then, £350,000 is probably not going to be realistic there. So Ozil's going to have to do some kind of jimmy and some kind of negotiating to get himself over there if he wants to go. Jimmy now, some jimmy pinging. I would say this probably makes a lot of sense because we've looked at yeah. Arsenal front-loading their team and it's just... 
wild, isn't it? Someone's yeah, going to have to make way there. They've had... There was a spell, wasn't there, where they bought like six or seven of the mm. same player and they just had them all and they couldn't put them in the team because they all did the same job. I think Ezra's the kind of player... I mean, in terms of quality, you've got Wayne Rooney, his, the, what he brings to the team. I think he was obviously the way he could play. Ezra can bring that and I'd like to see him... I'd like to see him just look like he was interested again, Ezra, because I feel like these last couple of years... He's, he's kind of had hit and miss seasons with we Arsenal. We said this about Rooney when he went over there. He looked reinvigorated yeah. for the first time. He looked like he was having the time of his life. He looked like he was having a kick about with his mates and having the most fun ever. Mm. It would be nice to see Mesut Ozil go over there and have a smile put back on his face. I mean, Absolutely. you've seen the Carlos Velas over there, the Giovanni Dos Santos's. MLS loves this kind of like attacking number 10 mm. flair player. It would be really good to see Ozil go over there. Although... I imagine a lot of people would say it's not his time yet. I don't. I think he could go. Got I do genuinely think he could go to a different. He'd probably go in Italy or go into Spain and play another two or three hey, years. For all this talk of Bayern being really in for Sane, mm-hmm. there's no, I'd no see no reason why Isla couldn't go back to the Bundesliga and have a te- incredible two years. If it's just, it seems to me, it feels like an interest thing for me. It feels like when he's not interested, he's non. He's a non-feature in a match for me. And then when he's on it, he's absolutely incredible. So. Yeah. Which one well, are you going to get, I guess? One of the Premier League's better players. He, yeah. was, he looked, after that World Cup, one of the best players in the world. Yeah, comfortably. Oh, that's fair. Especially when he was at Madrid as well. Mm. I thought he was comfortably up there in that conversation. But I feel like he plateaued a little bit, didn't he? So kind of just... He went to Arsenal, mate. <laughs> <laughs> as, as somebody who... Lived, all... As a very talented youngster who then went to North London for a formative time, I can tell you it's not not the place to shine. <laughs> it really isn't. I had, to, I had to come back to this Actually, nice small pond. that almost happened to me as well, funnily enough, yeah. it. I had to come back to this small pond to really excel. Yeah. To really find... Find your feet. Yeah, Very good stuff. Speaking of. No. No, no that doesn't work no. this one, does it? Who's he dead? doesn't need to excel because he's not, and he's not dead either, fortunately. But we have an announcement about the retirement of a top, top striker across Europe, across the world. Diego Forlan. Indeed. Look at that spit. It was too hot to read right that time. at the moment. Um, Diego Forlan. 40 still, years Diego of Forlan age. was still playing. He was still playing, and he has retired from professional football officially, however. His last game was last May. He was playing for, oh. let me get this right, Kitchi in Hong Kong was the team he was playing for last. Kitchi? Kitchi, yeah. In like Hong a Kong. kitchen, but a bit, ooh, a bit itchy in the kitchen. Kitchy, yeah. And uh, Forlan has officially announced his retirement today. He has said, that is it, I'm done. Of course, he obviously played previously for some fantastic teams across the world. Forward, isn't he? Man United, where arguably wasn't his best time. The thing is, I remember, I'm just about old enough to remember when they got Forlan in, and yep. every time, it was like, game off the bench. It was like, every time he comes off the bench, he nearly scores. Yeah. And he went through that really long, and he, dry he did score an absolute rake against Liverpool, which was tip-top. Sorry, Ewan. But basically, he's played, he's done it all. He played for Man United, played for Villarreal, played for Inter Milan, I played for Atletico Madrid. He's brilliant. He's done all sorts. And, and literally, when he went to Villarreal, I remember thinking, who is this player? And why is he scoring all these goals? Like, when he couldn't do it at Man United, yeah. he literally could not get it done. Well, he won't be doing it anymore. No, he, he won't be scoring retired. any goal anymore. And we say thank you to you, sir, for your service, because, arguably, a wonderful player in the world of football. Uh, one final bit of news just before we get on to other stuff. This is uh, Newcastle United bit of news. Looks today like they're going to sign Emil Kraft from uh, Sweden somewhere. Uh, apparently he's flying over to do his medical. Mm. He's uh, a right-back who has been described as quite handy. Oh, is he not crafty, like? You're thinking of Emil Hand. Ah, of course, Emil your Hand. That's all the news today. That was the Ant. Oh, we've got a bit of an Ant find, haven't we? Some uh, some idiots think they can step to the YouTube plate and take oh, us on. Oh, we do have a bit of an Ant. That's very right. I haven't even re- I have left that off my notes, but I do know that one off my heart, fortunately, because yesterday the Premier League decided that they wanted to come at 
what culture and go one-on-one. What, on one. what a sweet hey, slice of this financial pie. of the football pie. And the Premier League have launched their YouTube channel officially yesterday, uh, 21 hours ago being told by YouTube. And honestly, if you're a Premier League fan, which you obviously are, and a football fan, which you most definitely are, I can't argue that you have to go over and check that out because they've done an absolute content dump where they've literally put on all of the best goals from Premier League, the first season of the Premier League, yeah, until now, individual seasons. We're talking like, like 20 minute long 20, videos. 30 well. minute videos, yeah. And they've also done for all the Premier League teams that are in the league right this second, all, all the of their goals. best goals. Don't and go watch it, obviously. Uh, subscribe stay to the Football. Stay here, watch this news watch repeatedly. And we haven't got any of the licensing rights to show nope. any of these things. Or Saturday or Sunday, yeah, maybe, if no. you're feeling a bit bored. Yeah, yeah. Off yeah. you go. Yeah, but, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, we will Monday to Friday. Yeah. Don't here. watch, don't watch any of that. Should we do the Twitter questions next, quickly? Let's do some Twitter questions. Now, I must today, thank please. Zach Holker, who I didn't I didn't check the Twitter account Holker. yesterday because we don't really get very many. The guy has given us four, and they're all really, really, really good. Very In fact, good. there's actually loads of really good questions. We should, oh, we'll do a, we're going to do a podcast later today. I'll try and get through most of these when we do them. But just a quick thank you to uh, Darth Ramius, Nathan J. Hatch, Daniel Fothergill, and Zach Holker, who's given us a real dump of these. But I will. this is an interesting one for you. Uh, who was the best captain in the Premier League? Who was the best captain Great, in the Premier it? League? It is, but in this day and age, because of how I feel how diminishing the role yeah. of a captain has become, I probably couldn't tell you half the captains are in the bloody teams at the moment. Um, the best captain. Hmm. It's a tough one, that, isn't it? That is a tough one. Tough one, that, because you used to think of captains as like they were the heartbeat the, of that side, the, the manager and the captain. It was definitive, your teams, wasn't it? Your Vieiras, your Shearers. Yep. Now it's kind of, it's more just a, more of an ambassadorial it role. Is. I mean, look what happened with Gary Cale, who we just talked about yesterday. Club Aye. captain, and then two games a season after that. <laughs> Sorry, just said, no yeah, thanks, pal. Um, I'd say, honestly, maybe. I, I look, I know Jordan Henderson and James Milner are on a no, job share. No, I'm not having this. No, go on. I'll let you finish, but I'm but not... if you look, because he's he's the he's not he's the worst player in that eleven, Jordan Henderson, he's, isn't he? He's the worst player in the fourteen or fifteen, yeah. in my opinion. But yet, graft, commitment, battling, communication, what... and he gets himself into the side purely on his leadership qualities. Look, Larson. It, I guess he embodies that kind of player, doesn't he? The kind of Liverpool players. That... Going, you don't know Liverpool fans Liverpool. will be very upset about this. I've just. I've... I get it. I get why he's a captain. I understand that, and I also understand maybe why they saw the qualities in him when they were choosing him. I will him say idea for he's him. the most captain captain in the Premier League. You know what I mean? Maybe Lascelles as well. Lascelles is quite good, but again, Lascelles is like the fourth best centre back I mean, in I Newcastle. Uh, I tell you what, for the ease's sake, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. let you have it because I don't want to upset anybody else before I get on a Actually, Jordan Henderson. Still a Man United captain? I don't even That's know. Mad, that, I don't even know how he's still no... at Man United. Who's the, who's the Chelsea captain? Valencia was the captain at one point yeah. at Man United. Who's the Chelsea captain? It was Hazard, know. wasn't it? Did was he give it to him? Well, he's gone. Gary Cahill's gone. Gary Cahill's gone. Maybe it's David Luiz. Terry before him. It was it not Azpilicueta? No, it's Azpilicueta. Azpilicueta's a good captain. He's quite a good captain. I would have it. I, would have, I don't know if he's the best, like. I think I'll tell you what the, the turning point was for this. It was when Man United gave Gary Neville the captaincy and they won the league. It was Gary Neville lifting the trophy. No mm. disrespect to Gary Neville, but like the captains they'd had previously leading up to that. I would have said. Uh, actually, I really like Vincent Company as a captain. I know he's gone now. Just gone now. Just gone. Who do you think he'll pass that on to? I'm not sure. Because he's in now with the side yeah, quite a lot. Team. Aguero had David it briefly. Silva, 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 Silva? Silva had it Silva. briefly. Maybe Silva if he's playing this year. Laporte wouldn't be a bad show. He might Laporte. not be. Yeah. I guess Laporte. it depends. Stones. I don't see enough of them in, in training, mate, unfortunately. Who's you your favourite captain? Yeah. Shout it out That's in the probably a better idea. Well, that's, that's all we've got time for, do you? Yeah. 
That was a good question. That was, good. That was yeah. a really good question. Yeah, I'm sorry. You. But thank you very much. I will find you if I come up with a better idea and yeah. I will tweet that to you because that was uh, a good question. I said we did get a whole load of questions. We'll try and answer them all on the podcast mm. we're going to do later on today. And of course to you, if you want to ask your questions, we'll try and make sure that we answer all of them. Get them in at What Culture FC. But that's all we've got time for today. So thank you all there so very much for watching. That was the news. We need a catchphrase of our own. We Let's do. know what you made of all those stories in the comments below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Follow What Culture FC on Twitter. What Culture FC that can get you where? At it's Adam Nicholas and then get him. Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. So it's not got the it's in front of it anymore. But yes, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you all so much for watching. Tell all your friends. And tell all of your enemies as well because they need to hear about it. football. Yeah, if you like us, then tell your pals. If you don't, then tell your enemies. Don't go, go watch the Premier League YouTube channel. Don't think it'll be very good. That's not what we're going to do all afternoon anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. That's it. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 